listen the apostle paul declares in first corinthians 9 verse 24 through 27 do you not know that in a race all the runners run of course but only one receives the prize so run that you may obtain it every athlete exercises self-control in all things they do it to receive a perishable wreath or prize but we are we are uh, an imperishable so i do not run aimlessly do not box as one beating the air he's not shadow boxing but i discipline my body and keep it under control lest after preaching to others i myself should be disqualified my 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 what a sobering and a challenging word even as we've been in this move forward series and i told you that for this uh, season the lord would have for me to preach uh, parallel to what we are navigating as a church as we are transitioning uh, we are loving it's great to be in the theater but this is not our final resting place we're in the position to buy and the more that i talk to you uh, many of you are transitioning and we've been talking about the fact that we're jumping off of the treadmill and we're moving forward but not only this with this in mind with us moving forward and making sure that we have a healthy relationship with the past and that it is a springboard and not an anchor come on and with that in mind as we're talking about moving forward i've been challenging you as it pertains to how you are moving forward so last week i challenged you to don't quit before the due date Jesus declares through the Apostle Paul says that if we don't get weary in doing good, that we will reap in due season. One more time, say due season. If we do not give up. But especially today, I want to challenge us when due season comes, we have to be ready for it. You know, uh, you know one of the most interesting things to me, I, God healed me um, from asthma many years ago and you know overnight literally didn't grow out of it uh and with that in mind you know as a part of my testimony uh this is why i run and this is why you if you follow me uh pretty much the only thing i have time to post about is right after my runs uh i post about these and so it's been exciting uh big ups to jada i seen her on my run yesterday a 12k uh run in the morning enjoying the outside uh, and it was, you know, the thing that I came to find out about running is that, you know, it, there is a different level of discipline that is needed to steward running downhill. When you're running uphill, you are fighting. Really, it's like for dear life. You're just like, man, this is insane. When am I going to get up this hill to the point that I've gotten there. Anybody that runs, you know what I'm talking about. Especially after you have run like 10 kilometers already. And it's just like, man, you're just trucking. You're like, Lord, please just don't let me fall over and go tumbling back down. But you're like, when am I going to get to the top? I, I'm looking forward. I'd be sometimes be dreaming about that downhill run. But the fact of the matter is that watch, it takes another, a different level of discipline to be able to steward running downhill. There are, it was interesting because, uh, uh, you know, running up to the hill and running to the top 
was great. And it was like, yes, I felt like Rocky. Like, doo -doo -doo. I'm not going to tell you if I actually did that or not when I, you know, got to the top of a really big hill. But then when I started running down the hill or even road biking, riding down the hill, there is a certain level of self-control that is needed to handle progress and momentum uh, that is more in many cases than is needed when you're running uphill. When you're running downhill, I'm like, man, I should be going fast, but the, the gravity, the pull, the progress, what seems like prosperity, what seems like uh, there is, when it seems like there's force behind you that is pushing you, uh, you get to the place where you can end up going faster and faster than you want to. The fact is that going downhill, uh, it's very difficult to manage the momentum. You hit a rock right in 50 kilometers down a hill, you can go, it can hurt you a whole lot more than if you hit that same rock going up. You trip going down a hill where there's momentum and there's push and all of this. It is more difficult at times to recoup or recover in that sort of a situation than when you are going uphill. And the fact is, can I tell you that most people have more, uh, 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 the downhill run, let me say this, the downhill run and the prosperity of life is responsible for the damage in people's life oftentimes more than the difficulty and the uphill battles. Prosperity will jack you up if you don't know how to steward it. And many of us have been begging as we're moving forward. God, get me, I'm climbing up. Who grew up with that song? The rough side of the mountain. We're singing these songs like I just, I'm doing my best to get to the top so I can get down. But the fact is, there are many of you begging for prosperity. But if it came, it would damage your life. If due season came, would you be prepared to properly steward it? God is calling us. This is what's been in my heart. As we're talking about moving forward, it's imperative before you get to the downhill, before due season comes, before success comes your way, it's important that you position yourself and control yourself and work up the discipline that is needed so that you don't go toppling when you get to the top. Come on, somebody. Listen, you fall at the bottom, it's easier to get up. But you fall from the top, it's very difficult to recover. Are you with me on today? And so, there are many of you, I want you to understand this. This is why the Apostle Paul says what he does. And many of you right now, uh, you know, you are walking, some of you, in the middle of the things you've been praying for. And there's some of you, because of the difficulty, watch, you have been desirous of reverting back to where you came from. There's some of you, you're like, you're like, get me out of here, Jesus. Jesus be an undo button. And you want to revert and you want to go back uh, because of the difficulty that's happening in the slope. The thing that you used to pray for, you need to make sure that you are prepared to be able to handle that relationship. You ought to be prepared to handle that increase in your finances. You ought to be prepared if indeed you got the backative necessary to open the job, the business that you are desirous of opening. And God has uh, desired to entrust you with. Are you prepared? 
prepared to handle it when it comes. Watch this. There is, you need to understand that uh, because there's, there's the desire, and this is what I hear, the desire to revert for many of you to go back to when it was easier. And God is saying, listen, I took you through everything that I did in the past season to be able to equip you for the season ahead. Come on. Don't let the devil dupe you out of where it is that I'm taking you. The fact is that the momentum and the prosperity that is ahead and that you are, some of you, getting taste tests of, he's desiring to move you forward into it he has prepared and put in you what you need to be able to go forward i just come against the spirit of self-sabotage today there oh my there are some of you right now uh, that god has been progressing you there has been growth in your life there has been growth in your household and not only have you been reverting but the fact is you have to be cognizant of the things that the enemy is sending your way to try and get you to self-sabotage there are relationships there are environments that god has called you into there are tables that he desires for you to be seated at and there are some of you because of insecurity you don't feel like you're good enough to sit there you don't feel like you should be something happens to distract and divert your attention and many of you you self-sabotage in order to get out and go back to the uphill that you used to cry to get over in the season past i just come against self-sabotage today that you will indeed embrace as you walk into the season what God has called you to. And instead of abandoning it, watch, you will prepare to prosper. Somebody, look at somebody, tell them you got to prepare to prosper in the chat. Say prepare to prosper because sometimes going downhill and what you cried for is more difficult. But God does not call us to be distracted. I want you to understand this, you know, and I'm going to get to the text and we'll bring the plane down in a second. But I want you to note this, man. I'll never forget. And, uh, you know, I, the, uh, many years ago when I was running a half marathon. And as I was running, as Paul talks about running a race and this life being a race. And we're talking about, you know, making progress. And I was progressing and I was having the greatest run. My time, I was doing the best time that I ever did, you know, on a, on a half, uh, half marathon run. And I was enjoying myself. I had my music in my ears and I was going forward and I was enjoying this run. I couldn't wait to get to the finish line. And there was this lady that was running behind me. Come on, somebody. And this lady's running behind me. And she's just trailing and whatever. And I'm like, Yo, okay. And I just speed up and keep running faster. And listening to my headphones and doing my thing. And I'm going and I'm keeping my pace. And, you know, I'm one of those people. I don't like running with people because people like to talk. Listen, fam. I didn't come on this race to talk. I came on the run so that I could just, you know, so I could progress. So I could win. So I could get to the finish line. And so uh, she runs up beside me and she's going, you know, I'm like, <laughs> and she goes, no, no. <laughs> I'm like, okay, maybe she's, maybe something's wrong, whatever. Uh, maybe I don't see that. Maybe it left some toilet papers sticking out my pants or what. I don't know. So anyway, I take off the headphones and she goes, hey, I just want to let you know uh, that you're doing really well, that your pace is awesome. And I'm just like, okay, thank you. <laughs> and I put back on my headphones and then I start running and then. I didn't realize, but my pace was broken. And where 
I was progressing and I was going faster because I allowed someone to distract me. The one who was walking, who was running behind me, wouldn't even near me. Come on, somebody. Because I let her distract me to take off my headphones. I lost my pace. I lost my cadence. I lost the rhythm that I had been taking. And, I ended, and this same lady ended up passing me. The fact of the matter is that the enemy will often send people sometimes telling you that you're doing a good job and you need to be careful that you don't allow stuff in times of prosperity. Don't allow your chair leaders to break your cadence. Uh, you gotta, you gotta say thank you and you gotta keep on going. Don't allow people to get you to take the headphones of life off in this season. Do not get distracted. It's important for you to stay in the run and in the race. Do not let others, uh, the progress of others, don't let the process of others distract you. Last thing for you, and then we're going to read the text and I'm done. Fact is, I, I, you know, this, this week I, I was running um, indoors. And, you know, as a result of running indoors, the track that I was running on was really, was really small. And I had uh, on my watch, what I didn't realize is that I had, um, I, 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 I had triggered outdoor when I was running indoor. And so after I had run, I knew three or four kilometers, I looked down. And after almost half an hour, it said 1.6. And I'm like, yo, this watch is waste. What's happening? And in the moment, I realized I had the wrong setting tracking my progress. And it's important that you in this life don't get distracted by using the wrong thing to measure your progress. When you're looking at other people, come on, somebody. When you're using other people as a marker and the process of others as a marker to determine where you should be or how it should be for you. God made you the way that he's made you so that you could walk into what he's called you to. He has made you special and as an individual, come on somebody, and you and I will go to falling down the hill when we start tracking our progress Based on the progress and the process of others. And so it's important. This is what I'm telling you today. That we've got to get to the place where we are preparing to prosper. Where we're preparing to prosper. Where we are positioning ourselves to manage momentum. If the things you are seeking God for today. If God was to put that money in your hand right now. Would, you, would it crush you or would it position you to go forward? Are you stewarding? Are you preparing? Are you studying? Are you listening? Are you asking God for wisdom to be able to manage it when it happens? Do not get distracted. Some of you, the reason why God has not put the resources in your hands as of yet is because you're just going to be out here like cash money, bling, 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 and you're not actually desirous of helping anyone. Yes, cash money, bling, bling, bling. I, I don't know that one. I don't know. Not at all. No. So the apostle Paul, I'm done. He says in verse Corinthians 9, verse 24 through 27, he says, don't you know that in a race all runners run, but only one receives the prize. So run that you may obtain it. Every athlete exercises self-control. 
in all things. This is what we're talking about. One of the fruits of the Spirit is self-control. God's desire is to give you the tools to manage the downhill run so that you don't topple and everything goes out of control. Move forward, but move forward with self-control. Asking the Holy Spirit, give me self-control. Manifest, instead of manifest the husband, you need to manifest self-control. Ask the Holy Spirit to manifest self-control so that when you do get that wife or that husband that you know how to control yourself and steward it properly. Instead of me, many of you, oh, I, I'm, call, I'm doing this in order to manifest money. Instead of manifesting, uh, asking God to manifest money first, ask him to manifest wisdom. Uh, James 1.5, if anyone uh, lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives it liberally and doesn't take it back. So he says, we, many of us, when we run, we do it for a perishable wreath or a perishable trophy or prize. But he says, but I don't run aimlessly. I don't box as one beating the air. He's like, this one is for keeps. I discipline my body and I keep it under control. It is imperative that you are not distracted. There are people, listen, you, in this season, you cannot be distracted by a big butt and a smile. Oh, y'all don't want to keep it real today. In this season, you cannot be distracted by a flashy job. And, and, and a pay. sometimes God will call you to take a pay cut so you can walk in purpose. And it takes self-control for you to uh, continue packing your lunches and eating the same thing every day for a season. So that you, out of that self-control, can grow into a place where you can actually eat out and it's not breaking the bank. It's imperative that we act with self-control, keep ourselves under control, where we're walking in holiness, trusting Christ, knowing that he is going to give us and bring to pass everything that we need for his glory. And I love this because he gives a warning to himself. He says he keeps his body under control, lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. He's not, he's not running, beating the air, but he's understanding that his actions actually have grave consequences his actions have consequences and so it's imperative for us today as you and I are running today and as we're moving forward that when due season comes and as God prospers us as the downhill happens and as the momentum comes that we have self-control don't be distracted understand that Satan will do everything possible to talk you out of what it is that God wants to do in your life but the devil is a liar and I'm so grateful today I'm so grateful today if this message was a blessing to you go ahead put those hands together and give the Lord the praise and there are many of you here today and you're you know you might be watching online or here in the house if you're just like man you know I don't know this God that you are talking about this God that you're encouraging us to trust and ask for wisdom and this God, you know, that you're saying will prosper us and help us to succeed in what he's called us to do and all this stuff. And I want to have a relationship with him. Well, I want to let you know uh, that although we are separated from God because of sin, that over 2,000 years ago, that Jesus Christ of Nazareth, that he came to earth, God in flesh, died for our sins, died in our place on the cross. And on the third day, he lifted up his hands. 
And today, if you would repent, as the Bible says, in other words, to turn from your sin, serving yourself, serving Satan, and believe, someone say believe, you put your trust in Jesus, God, I want you to be the Lord and the Savior of my life. And then be baptized, someone say be baptized. Baptism Sunday is coming, y'all, come on, come on, come on, it's coming. Being baptized, when you are baptized, we dip you in the water. It's unifying you with Christ's death and bring you up out of the water, unifying you with his resurrection. And when you, when you do this, it's an incredible celebration. As the Bible says, your past is washed away and you are new in Christ. And so we're excited. If you have not yet trusted Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, if you have not yet been baptized or if you have run away from Christ, and today you are feeling compelled to come back home. I want to tell you, no matter how far you run away from him, he is waiting with his arms wide. He has never run away from you. Ready to receive you back into fellowship. And so I want to invite you back to the connection card again today. Glory to God. Uh, in the house, it is there. The link is there on the screen. Online, glory to God. Uh, it's there for you. And those listening, you can go to servecity.ca forward slash connection card. And I want to encourage you to fill that out with as much information as you are comfortable. And when you do so, this will enable us to be able to uh, connect with you and help you to take those next steps. Glory to God. Uh, but I am excited about all of you who have made decisions for Christ. Two things. Can we celebrate those who have made decisions for Christ today? And also, can we celebrate our online audience as they go? God bless you online. Hallelujah.